Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, like I stay every week, every episode, it means the absolute world that you clicked on, that you're spinning, that you're sharing, whatever it is. Thank you so much. Your support means an awful, awful lot. We are diving back to the TV world once again as we have reached the penultimate episode of Daryl Dixon. Episode 5 was such a return to form for the series on the back of the last couple of episodes. They were all just a a little bit meh but episode five certainly packed an absolute wallop as we finally discovered how daryl ended up lost at sea and then into france and we also got some great walker sequences and some very interesting news courtesy of an old friend within the show Honestly, this episode could have been my absolute favourite of the bunch had it not been for how it ended, but still, we'll come to that when we get there. But with episode 5, we spent a lot of time, a lot more time I should say, around Daryl, which sounds obvious given that this is his show, but I do feel that overall the narrative of this series has been a little bit hit and miss, and at times the show has been padded out way too much with needless characters and subplots. Granted, yes, the subplots, you know, they all tie into what is actually occurring within France, you know, as that, you know, the wider picture. But I feel they could have done something maybe different with the likes of Quinn and also maybe the power of the living. Not saying that what they've done with the power of the living is bad. It's just that there's certain elements of it that I don't know, like could have been, it could have just sped it up a little bit because it does feel like it's taken us so long to get to this episode. You know, I mean, we've taken like a long route round to get to this episode, which was so, so explosive in places. Like, we got to see some brilliant pockets in here. Like I said, the whole series has brilliant pockets, don't get me wrong. And this episode, again, showcased just how dangerous the power of the living are. But I do feel it's taken us quite some time to get to this point. And I am looking forward to talking about this episode because, like I stated last week's, I was very, very underwhelmed. It was all filler, no killer. Episode four was, that is. And it really has, this episode anyway, set us up very nicely for what could be a great season finale. But before we do dive any further, of course, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, podcast as to rss.com jump onto these socials on instagram and facebook and search joe blogs about films give us a like and a follow on there if you could to hit the notification button wherever it is that you listen to this podcast from that would be ace thank you again and finally leave us a review because that would be absolutely ace leave those five stars four stars whatever stars bonus with you i would just appreciate it all the same final warning as well there will be spoilers of course like we've done with every episode but there's your warning daryl and laurent travel to the union of hopes main based the nest as isabel considers her options following staying behind with quinn meanwhile Jeanet and the power of the living enact their plan as old memories of daryl's journey to paris flood in so on the back of last week's lacklustre episode 4, Isabella stayed with the douchebag Quinn in order to help secure Daryl and Laurent's passage out of Paris. As Genet obviously is locking down the city and enacting, as I've just stated there, the power of the living's next course of action. And I'll quickly start with Isabel for now, as we don't get a great deal of screen time with her in episode 5, and frustratingly, most of her scenes do involve Quinn. Obviously that's to be expected, considering that she is now essentially a prisoner to them, but I just thought, honestly, that Clemens Poissy was excellent in every single scene that she was involved in i've been banging on this drum for a while in fairness i've been praising her the entirety of this series you know i think she's been very very great you know you could certainly see in her performance in this episode that this is a situation that she absolutely does not want to be in however for the safety and security of laurent getting to the nest obviously the safe haven we should say she has to sacrifice her own freedom so that laurent can hopefully have his poise had some 
excellent emotional sequences, which again were very static and very confined, making them all the more impactful. Her character is still trying to work things out and think of any way that she can, you know, escape from the situation that she's in, whether that be alive or dead, which again was a really hard watch. You know, she even considered killing herself by cutting her wrists at one point. There's also like this fairy tale aspect of her situation. And what I mean by that is, is that she was like a princess locked away in a castle by the bad guy who almost sees her as this trophy in a way and will do anything to make her be with him. All the while, the hero of the story is out there fighting for her cause and hopefully one day their paths will meet again. Now, I am not saying that Daryl is the Prince Charming to Isabel being the princess-like character because we absolutely know from these five episodes that Isabel is a super fierce character who can certainly look after herself, you know? She's been doing that for so long even before Daryl turned up, so we know just how much of a fight she's got in her. But given that Genet and the power of the living are such a huge force and army over France, it seems that this fortress has been built around Isabel currently where she cannot escape as easily as she would like. So it's very bleak, obviously, in that aspect that she has very little choice currently of being free from these shackles that she finds herself in. I liked how we could see her as well figuring things out and working ways of escaping, be that by killing Quinn with a sharp piece of furniture, or as I've already stated, contemplating taking her own life. Once the option of killing Quinn, that choice had failed. There were so many emotions conveyed by Poissy that you just felt an enormous amount of sympathy for her character and wishing that she can get out of this. And obviously that remains to be seen what exactly is going to happen in the finale, but I'm all for it. I think it was such a fantastic and stunning performance from Clemens Poissy. Once again, really, really strong. Now, now, I'm still, of course, <laughs> sorry to repeat myself, but I am still, of course, not a fan at all of Quinn and his character in general. I really hope by the end of this season that Quinn is no more because I just feel that his subplot and connections with Janae are so forced and quite unnatural for the show. I think, again, I've been saying that over and over, and I'm sorry for repeating myself, but there is just something about his storyline that I just do not like at all. And every time he'd enter Isabel's room with more food or clothing or whatever... I just found myself really bored, like huffing, rolling my eyes, because I just don't like, I just don't think, I think it's needless as I keep saying, you know, obviously as it stands at the moment with how this episode's ended, you know, Quinn is now held as a prisoner by Genet due to his lies about capturing Laurent and Daryl, so we'll just see how it all plans out, you know, with that, but I do not want a redemption story for him, like just kill him off and have that done with, you know what I mean, I just, we just don't need any more of him. But let's get to some other positives as there was a heck of a lot that I did enjoy within this episode, all revolving Daryl, of course, as we finally, as I stated at the start, learn how he ended up to be within the power of the living's like ship, and then ultimately in France as well. Now, the episode structure reminded me of episode two, where we had two narratives running alongside each other, past and present, and I really liked seeing what Daryl had gotten up to since we last saw him ride off into the sunset at the very end of The Walking Dead's finale. We see him, like, run out of fuel for his bike, and he's picked up by a gentleman who brings him to a small community of workers who go out and capture live walkers in exchange for fuel. Now, this whole setup was really, really great. As To be honest, it just felt very Walking Dead, especially being back in the US when we spent so much of this series seeing Daryl in Paris. It just gave that familiar feeling and kind of cosy setting. I don't know, when you saw like the trees and everything like that, the tree lines... 
it just screamed Walking Dead and I just loved everything about those sequences cutting back to those past events but the aspect of hunting for live walkers you know this story of course ties in with the power of the living as we have a French gentleman that's part of this group who is giving out instructions on which are the better walkers to catch the fresher the better of course now with anything like this you're going to get introduced to at least one arsehole and as I've been saying in the reviews before in this world no one really is a good person anymore if you've survived this long then obviously you've done some dark and horrible shit obviously with this there is this arsehole and a douchebag set of friends that are part of this other group and there's this other boy as well that's within this comrade of people uh, that Daryl obviously meets as well and he w- he's wanting to help people wherever and whoever that he can um, and again I, I kind of like this aspect because it linked nicely to Laurent it's kind of polar opposite because Daryl cares so much for Laurent whereas this boy this guy that's there this young chap we should say in the past that is like Daryl has no real interest in teaming up this and that he doesn't really want any more help he doesn't need any help really we've seen obviously <laughs> over the course of The Walking Dead he can handle himself but like this young boy aspect obviously with the storyline you know trying to hunt walkers and then ultimately he then too is killed off by said douchebags I've just been talking about. There is always a care for Daryl when he meets a new character, a young person kind of thing. Like I say, he tries teaching this young boy how to cut wood up. I think it obviously kind of haunts him in a way that that happened, that this boy was then killed off away from everyone, ultimately to be then given as part of this test subject or whatever for the power of the living. And I think that's also comes into play with why he cares so much about making sure that Laurent gets to where he needs to be. Because it was such a harsh reality check for Daryl, considering that he was obviously giving pointers for this young chap a few scenes ago, showing, like I say, this and that. But then he knows straight up that the group of guys, this douchebag set of guys, were the ones that murdered him as a fresh walker kill so that he can be used as like a test subject. And then following a scuffle between Daryl and said arsehole, we then cut to see them being aboard a huge ship with containers where things are cleverly drip-fed to us about this operation. And again, that wider picture of the power of the living and their quest and desire to enhance walkers in some way. This whole sequence on the ship was just excellent really excellent and quite intense as you don't really know what they're up to you know that some shady business is going off but you're just waiting for a bit more detail a bit more knowledge of what exactly it is that they're trying to trying to do really you know it's not good especially when you see people being fed to walkers in these cages you know but i just like that one of the cages was labeled feed and another one was labeled fast so implying that there are some variant walkers there too had me very excited i think you know it could it could happen we could finally get to see you know a a fast walker i've been waiting to see more fast walkers in the walking dead universe and it did deliver on some level anyways we should certainly call them enhanced walkers anyways but it did certainly deliver on that front we get an excellent moment tracking daryl as he escapes the cage that he's being kept in and then begins to unleash all these walkers that are on the ship only for this to escalate and a rather fast and terrifying walker makes its way up some stairs towards he and another survivor now the design for this walker was really great you can clearly see some experiments had taken place with how its eyes were jet black veins were really pulsing and as well it had some kind of like pieces of equipment stuck on the walker's skin too it was just really great to see something new and frightening in the walking dead universe now these enhanced walkers would return in the final moments of the show when Janae has gathered a lot of people from france to address them all asserting her authority and dominance as a leader and just a quick one here as well again fantastic work from Anne sharia easily one of my favorite characters in this show but here is where i was gutted 
that the episode ended. You know, is Daryl is set to fight in a gladiator-style ring against this enhanced walker. I just really love the shot of the overheads looking down at the walker as it's injected with whatever the power of the living have cooked up and its head darts upwards looking at the camera as it begins to shake uncontrollably and become very, very aggressive. Now, the episode, of course, ended on a cliffhanger. We all bloody love cliffhangers, don't we, in Walking Dead? The walker is, like, running towards Daryl and, my God, when it cut to black, I was absolutely fuming. I'm just really glad that that wasn't like the series finale and that there's another episode due because what a way to get people to tune into next week eh? like cracking cracking final sequence but very frustrating as I certainly wanted to see what was to unfold now in addition to all these great action sequences with Daryl and the Walkers I did like how the episode took its time to get there like we get some really personal moments between Daryl and Laurent on their journey and quite a lot was crammed in to be fair but it didn't feel like it was too much or excessive in any way and I enjoyed the moments of Daryl telling him about his friends from Alexandria you know the name drops here were of course very much welcome but we also see Daryl showing Laurent again some survival tips in particular gutting and cooking a fish this is where I was kind of talking about you know the ties to the past events with that young boy and the douchebags that ended up killing him but again you can tell that he's learned from that and he doesn't have to simply just dismiss you know I mean he wants Laurent to learn obviously he kind of feels that Laurent has just been modicoddled a little bit like he's just been really really suffocated almost that he's not really fit to survive in this world but with that we also get some real raw emotion when Daryl learns that Laurent cut the rope of the boat to allow it to drift away you know like Daryl full-on loses it at Laurent it's like all of the frustrations are unleashed on this poor boy not just for cutting the boat free which just was ridiculous in its own right but the entire situation that Daryl is currently in you know being in France being hunted having to take this young boy who claims to be the new messiah to where they need to go all the while Laurent is saying that he doesn't even want to go there and wants to stay with Daryl I did find this moment very moving when Laurent explained that all of his friends and anyone close to him always leave him and then he has no one and I do think that Laurent and Isabel will probably end up joining him to America like to be honest if that would happen I, I don't mind that I think that would be I'd quite like to see it to be honest with you just see how they would get on should they arrive on US soil and see a different world to the one that they know but yeah, like the, it was really great moments in this episode between Daryl and Laurent in particular. I thought there was some real great, like I say, key pivotal moments between the two of them. Now, my final point on episode five was the brilliant inclusion of Carol via the radio. Obviously, as Walking Dead fans, we love Carol. And it's great to see and hear her character as part of this series. And obviously, looking forward ahead of season two, it's been announced that Carol will be a main character and she's going to be a key player moving forward. But in this flashback sequences that we keep seeing where we're darting back to, I think I want to say it's Maine. I think he said it was in Maine. Anyways, Daryl, obviously, when he's part of this group of people hunting for these walkers, he goes over to a gentleman who's got a radio set and he manages to get in touch with Carol. Now, my first thoughts here were, great, this is awesome. However, I don't know, there was something that seemed quite off about how Carol was talking. There was the normal, I've watched it a couple of times, there is that sense of familiarity there in Carol just chatting away to one of her best friends. But I did find that she was quite matter of fact and quite abrupt in a way like someone was there with her you know kind of watching what she was saying again I'm only I'm only going on what I thought and what I felt from this particular scene anyways that aside we then get an absolute mega tease of Carol stating that someone has come back to Alexandria but the static at the start of a sentence breaks up saying who exactly it is all the while Daryl asks who came back but to no reply I thought this was brilliant I thought it was a really effective way to just kind of 
keep up that assumption or just kind of send fans into a frenzy that this means Rick's come back to Alexandria. I don't think it will be that. It could be Michonne, perhaps, or even, you know, Morgan, someone Connie like that, maybe. But either way, someone has returned and it's exciting to maybe see what's gone off in Alexandria, which I'm sure that we will see in season two. I don't think we'll see anything in the finale. I honestly, I've not got any, I, I've got hopes for the finale being a really great, the final episode of the season, but I have no way thinking that it's going to be anything like that. You know, like we're going to jump back to America. The Daryl's going to suddenly just make his make his way back. I don't know. Like I, I really just can't wait to see how it's going to kind of wrap itself up because, for the most part, as I say, this series has been really, really ace. Like I would definitely say that I've not been disappointed with the series so far. I think yeah, we've had like the the filler episode last week and episode three was a bit meh, but those first two were killer and this this fifth one was great as well. So hopefully, hopefully they can stick the landing and give us a pretty good season finale because these spin-offs are going really well really really well but let me know your thoughts on episode five of daryl dixon are you still enjoying it are you looking forward to the finale very close now i think it'll be out tomorrow so i will certainly get that watch this week and we'll be doing a finale review going over my thoughts what i like this and that but i very much enjoyed doing these episodes i hope you've enjoyed listening thank you so much as always for listening to this particular review like i stated though jump onto the socials give us a like and a follow get in touch give me your thoughts would love to know what you think and yeah thank you again for listening until the next episode Take care.